Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Dear son, happy... Festivus? It's Festivus. It's nothing. It's nothing. When George was growing Jerry, up, no. his father no. hated all the commercial and religious aspects of Christmas, yeah. so he made up his own holiday. Oh. Celebrating Festivus. Also, guess what? I was able to contact Dan O'Keefe and uh, boy, revelations in this interview coming up a little later about Festivus. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. His dad, who's responsible for Festivus, had two other holidays. <laughs> in fact, and then I then he shut down because I knew what was going to happen. He knows what's going to happen. I mean, imagine. The inventor of uh, Scientology suddenly says, I have some other religions. <laughs> Are you saying Elrond didn't? Yeah. <laughs> he definitely cast a few lines out into the wow. ocean no, and no. only caught fish on one. He was talking to Zenu. <laughs> Unbelievable. Two billion years ago. But I'm excited about this show. Matt Farah, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's such short notice. I know you were busy into season two of White Lotus. And uh, It's good. Zuckerman, I know oh, you were uh, no, no spoilers. Uh, nonstop calling uh, Germany to try to get on that uh, one million liter uh, fish tank that exploded all over people in the hotel lobby. <laughs> Did you read about that? Tonight's yeah. special, Fish <laughs> 2. The loss, of, the, the loss of marine life was a funny phrase in that article. The loss of marine There's life. There's got to be a security camera video, right? Has it, it, it hasn't come out yet? It hasn't come out yet. Oh, 
I'm God excited about it. But immediately I thought of you, Zuckerman. That's a perfect Zuckerman story. Yep. Well, everything I like. Yeah. Everything you like. <laughs> Wait, someone died? Flooding and death. German. No. Flooding and death. There was a, apparently a huge two-story tank. And it a just, million liters. A million liters. And it just gave But if, way. No, if no one died, Zuckerman doesn't really care. No. Zuckerman doesn't. hundred fish died, though. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty amazing. But isn't that any, a good day at the fish market, South Street I know, Seaport? It's, I mean, it's a good point. Yeah. Your yeah. kids will never forget. Hey, kids, we go to the aquarium. They're crying. We don't want to go again. And this happens. And also, we, there, there's nothing more death-ridden than the tropical fish industry because it's like there. It's on video now. Oh, but I. Oh, there is video. There's a video of it. Uh, yes. Of, of what? Of the fish tank of the exploding? Fish tank. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead and play it. Hold your mic up to it. Maybe someone's a good about sound to get there. some revenue share. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the Aim CPM it so we can, is? No, it doesn't have. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's the CPM on the fish? No. Nope. Yeah. Sadly. It won't play. It won't play. All right. Well, you can look that up yourself. Cylindrical thing. Yeah. That, no, I know. Uh, yeah. I'm aware. Crazy. Zuckerman is a little high right now. He had surgery today. Oh, you know, really? This is a tradition, like Festivus, which comes once a year. I seem to be having uh, doing podcasts once a year with the surgery. Last so, year was my back surgery. Oh, we did a podcast that night, and today I had knee surgery. A few you hours had knee ago. surgery today? You can't tell? I've been here for a half hour. He's been walking around. He hasn't said shit. It was a big success. And he's on oxycodone. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, they must have given you the good drug. Oh, and they huh? did. And she said to me, she said to me, well, we're going to knock you out. I said, is there any way to stretch this out a little while, this process of going to sleep? And she's like, I think I can stretch it out for a minute. You'll really like it. And we had. Is a- that true? Yeah. You did. So you said you wanted. To I want to stretch out this, this process of being, of, of going into the death zone. Wow. I wanted to be high for a little while. I don't know how I feel about that. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that cheating? Is that cheating? Oh, it ain't cheating. Instead of being Was like, count cute? backwards from 10. So it, count backwards so what from happened? 346. So, what happened? so I was, they put a little verse set in there, which really makes you feel good. And then, and so then you're like, uh, the beauty of the ceiling tile is, is what you're appreciating and all the lights in the operating theater and then you feel you feel the, the milk the Jesus milk coming into you and then and then you just float away and oh, they, did you get the milk the propofol oh yeah baby the milk is the good the shit the milk is the good shit I know why he was I know why he was into it with good reason and then you wake up I got up, that shit once and it was fire dude I, I woke Christ. up in a pain. What's I woke up here? In, it's yeah. Festivus, gentlemen. Festivus. You're talking about horrible, horrible <laughs> drugs. drink of, of Festivus. <laughs> so this I, was just to get your knee yeah, scooped and, out, right? And I woke up and I told you I was in a paper gown. Right. They make you wear these paper Speedo underwears. <laughs> this is a new... And, and I wake up and there's a woman in the room. And you know how you wake up, guys? <laughs> not, I mean, not like that. Not like you're thinking. I woke up a little disoriented and I was like, where am I? Who am I? And why am I wearing paper? <laughs> and and what are these underwears I got on? So you this didn't is... go down with the underwears on? Yeah, I did. But no, I you f- did. I, I, you wake up, I was high as a goddamn... Does anybody want to uh, guess why a guy getting knee surgery needs paper <laughs> underpants? I have no idea. I have have no idea either. And did you ask? I said, can I wear my own underwear? And she says, we don't allow that anymore. She handed me these paper speedos. These are your undies. I, and they were rolled up in a ball like the size of, of like an ear, like an ear <laughs> spongy ear thing. Throw it in water and it goes, and, yeah. And I, and I said, but don't, don't you suspect? 
suspect it's because of lawyers like you that you can't wear regular underpants anymore? <laughs> that, wow, this okay. is, uh, this is some sort of insurance problem? Well, there could be an infection issue, not because of lawyers like me, but because of dirty-butted people That's, like you and yeah. who, who can't keep themselves clean. But anyway, so, I had a, I, So wait, uh, what... Is that what you really think? I'm genuinely they don't want infection. skid marks into the OR. Right. And, they and a paper-thin piece of paper is not going to do it. But anything. it doesn't already have poo in it, which right. your so, underwear might. And, I see. So I see. It, okay, that's a valid point. They put me in the room. I got to put, put on your favorite way, thing, compressor hose. On, four minutes. I love compression. Talking I, over each other. Yeah, I know, I, but feces is very important. I put on compression hose <laughs> on one side. <laughs> Then the stupid socks. <laughs> then I put on these weird panties. And then I, then I, and she's screaming through the door, make sure the opening's in the back. And then she's screaming, did you tie it? Well, I've never tied a dress around my back. I don't know how to tie this shit. And I said, I can't, I, I, I can't do it. And she said, okay, fine, come out here. Uh, and, and she had a, she had to zip me up in the back, tie me up. And- you know how close to the nursing home in New Jersey you are right now, Zuckerberg? <laughs> this yeah. whole story Moments is, away. is the pre nursing home story and uh, yes and then they put me in the little, oh it's gonna go on they put me in the little pre-op place he's not still high uh, they put me in the little pre-op yes. Place, yes. place and then i can hear all the other people telling bad jokes to the anesthesiologist because they're scared and nervous yeah and i'm like listen to those losers telling bad jokes but then the minute she gets in the room i'm nervous so i'm telling bad jokes to her and uh, then but then they they it's really, a marvelous moment isn't it I, I love the humility you feel when you're on stainless steel table and you're looking up going, oh, this, Honestly, is, how, this well, is how it's going to end. Ceiling tiles and, this is how it's and gonna, lights go by. This is, I, wanna, I don't know how to articulate this, but you're saying the same thing, Ferrison. I want to go out this way. Oh, this you is, do? Yeah, this is how I want to go. As I want to be in my bed surrounded by my dog. And, yes, and so. any other pets that I but have. They'll bring them to the center. But this <laughs> this this way of just... We talk about cars. Well, hang on. I just want to say to Dear <laughs> well, we can tell you that, that I'm not supposed to drive for 48 hours. <laughs> so, but I, I okay, I couldn't figure that part out. So I called Zuckerman to check in on him and say, you know, I, I told Jack right before I go and call him Zuckerman, he's going to be high on drugs. So anything he says, take with a grain of salt. And you said you had just driven home and you were driving around. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what I couldn't figure out. How do you get discharged without someone else there? No, no, no. You, you misunderstood. My son picked me up. Oh, he, he did. He took okay. me to my house where I had my E28 M5 manual transmission. This is my Se- left leg. Selected for surgery. <laughs> yes. And then, and then, yeah. yes. yes. And so, and then, you know, I stayed home. I came down a little bit. And then, <laughs> Not and all I, the way. Then, Some of the way. Well, as much as you could in an hour. And, and then I you went I to work. I went to work. You're a machine. Well, I, I just want to say, if Dear Zuckerman is li- listening, we're going to need a picture of Paul in paper panties. Post- no. Oh, no, no, no. No, oh, no, yes. no. That would be bad. In a gown. <laughs> I like the drug face, maybe, with the top of the gown. But Zuckerman in paper panties. They do put, they make you put that little thing on your yeah. your your head. Oh, that little, little hair you have to serve. In a cafeteria <laughs> yeah. during your procedure. Oh, you know, and here's what invariably happens: you yeah. get home, yep. You take off your shirt, and you realize they left all those sticker things for yeah. your hot yeah. heart monitor on. <laughs> You're like, "Hey guys, did you need these? Why are these still on me?" Right. Yeah. There's a lot of goop on your chest. Yeah. You take a shower, and then it turns uh, brown. Yeah. But you need that goof off. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, you bathe in Ugon. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never had surgery. I, I cannot relate. Oh, oh my god! Don't I'm worry, you'll get, you'll get there quick. Yeah. Oh, no one, nobody gets out alive. <laughs> yeah. All right. Man. Well, you're looking good. I feel great. Fucking today. <laughs> By the way, yeah. this story happened today. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is today. Yeah. And breaking news. It doesn't look so like So come in says cars are not heavy machinery. He was not operating any heavy say, machinery. Sir, it was a car from the 80s. It, it was, uh, it's, it's, it was it's, under 3,000 pounds. It's lightweight, exactly officer. Technically super legera. <laughs> this is fantastic news. Um, well, you know, there's been a spat. And uh, as listeners like to do, they send it our way. But I had already seen it. A spat of Rolex watch a thefts. A spat or a spate? A spate? A spate. Yes, the spate. word is spate. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Is it? Uh, yeah. It's definitely spate. Spat. Hmm. Uh, two of them of note. Police were called to the Area Hotel Sunday in Las Vegas. <laughs> After man. Let me it get it is the Aria. <laughs> Claimed he was cuddling 33-year-old Sarah Richards as she continually insisted he take off his Rolex while they laid together. <laughs> the alleged victim told the cops he put the watch under his pillow and continued to drink wine at Richards' request. Drink. <laughs> okay, I will, I will. This isn't suspicious at all. But he says when he noticed it missing, she went into a panic and left. Where's my watch? She took off. He says he followed her all the way down to the lobby where she uh, he alerted security before PD arrived. According to reports, police couldn't find the Rolex at first, but eventually they did locate it. Anybody know where? Uh, I, I wanted two guesses. I can take a guess. <laughs> take, and it wasn't, it wasn't in, in her the vagina. Vagina. Yes. yes. In Bing. her vagina. VCs and vagina. Mm. <laughs> the question to you, panel, would you wear that watch again? <laughs> yes. Yes. Why not? How does acidity affect gold? Is it ro- was it roll sore? Yeah, was it a that deep sea? The, <laughs> the oyster case survived yeah. its ordeal. It's unbelievable. The, the story. First of all, when I read these stories, of which there were two today, I always root for the women. I love that the women are stealing Rolexes from dumb men. Dumb. So there's a woman sitting there, drink more, drink more. Drink and, more and, and, take and you, have, you have no game. You, you have, have no, no game. game. No woman's ever hit on you. At all. <laughs> She's staring at you in bed going, take off your Rolex, take it off, and drink more. And you don't know yeah. what's up? It's scratching me. Oh my God! Made me so I would, happy. I would love to see the the closed circuit TV of this. Like, oh. but it's not just Fort Lauderdale. I mean, not just Vegas. It's also Fort Lauderdale. Oh, where wow. A man the went home. Trashiest place in America. <laughs> a man went home with two women. Oh, another, man, another guy who thinks he's a player. Out. He's gonna score. I've never got one. Woman. Okay, Here listen to the two. details. I bought this Rolex. It's getting me laid. Yeah. There's so many red flags here. And woke up alone to fi- find his $25,000 Rolex watch missing. Here are th- Here's the situation. See if you would have fallen prey to this one. His misfortune began at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> right when things are getting good. <laughs> He's That's when clean. deputies say he met two women outside of the rooftop bar. The man told detectives he exchanged phone numbers with one of the women, and they texted at 4 a.m. Yeah, our other victim didn't hey, you pan still out. Up? You still yeah. awake? <laughs> man, I ain't going to sleep for days. <laughs> the man told the Texas he drove the women to his Lauderdale by the sea home where he poured them drinks. He never lost sight of his drink while he was with them. <laughs> so he knows he, something's up, right? Yeah. He's watching his drink, the man told deputies. 
but somehow fell asleep. And when he woke up, the women were gone. And so was his $25,000 two-tone Submariner with a blue face. That would be what? The white gold blue face? Two-tone. With a blue dial. What is that? I don't that? see 25 grand there, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, he told the insurance, well, the insurance company, company is not yeah. my business. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. This is the action he took and his American Express uh, Platinum card, which was in his rear pocket. He decided to text the women and ask for his watch and credit card back. Please. But guess what? They didn't reply. <laughs> <laughs> he then reported the theft to the police. 5 p.m. later that day. <laughs> I'll sleep this off. When he explained yeah, yeah. this somehow to his wife. Right, just, what his <laughs> wife oh my God. That yeah. or the 6 a.m. shift. Guys, exactly. what we need to do, we need to go to Fort Lauderdale. We need to get fake Rolexes and fake credit cards <laughs> and just be out there like pigeons waiting to get knocked out. It's unbelievable. Wow. It's unbelievable and wow. consistent. And uh, the woman, it turns out, uh, one of the women who they're looking for has a scorpion tattoo on her. <laughs> Just, just that, not that sounds like the sexy. one from West Hollywood. Really? Yeah. Wow. What? You remember that story from Chaconis? A, a oh, couple yeah. years ago. She had a scorpion, a scorpion tattoo. Scorpion tattoo. Tattoos, yeah. Left thigh, and the other woman was in a yellow dress. So that's all he really remembers. Oh, the yellow dress. The yellow dress he, again. She came from that I wedding. All I remember is they had <laughs> awesome blow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's an old saying, nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Yeah, so yeah dude. Uh, I, again, I'm rooting for all the women. Congratulations, sure. stealing these Rolexes. I mean, you're I, doing very well for yourself, I, I and I support you. The first one was much more egregious. Like, if any women woman you just met is like, take off your Rolex Oof, in, in Vegas. Bed, like, I mean, you know. I, a woman saying take off your watch. I've never ever heard anything like I've had that. that happen. Really? Yeah, and socks for some socks reason. for sure. <laughs> take off your socks. socks. But if they say it like that. Take off your socks. Yeah, but a watch. At least take off your socks. I'll take off the socks, but the watch is going around my fucking ankle. I mean, I'm very self-conscious about the socks. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's warm. I have a, a couple of women said it to me, and I, it had an effect on me. Like, how bad does that look? And I guess it does look bad, but it's not good. It's, it's not a good. bad yeah, look. Yeah, you've got to take your socks off. Okay, I'm taking them off. <laughs> watch would come off, too. Uh, let's let's, do, it, let's do a commercial. I, I, oh, I got to oh, do an ad fine. real quick. Is it for a Rolex store? <laughs> Bob's watches? <laughs> we could do Bob's watches right now. We should do Bob's watches. <laughs> this is where, do you this want is where me to? you should look for your two-tone Submariners. Uh, I mean, I wasn't expecting to do Bob's watches, but I'll do Bob's watches. That's a good idea. I wasn't even going to read the ads tonight, but I'll, but I'll read them. Discover Bob's watches in your vagina. <laughs> the most trusted destination to buy or sell 100% authentic luxury pre-owned watches for 12 years and counting. I'm sure you're familiar with our friends at Bob's Watches by now. So here's some exciting news to share for the first time ever. Carol Altieri, co-founder of and CEO of Bob's Watches, is releasing an exclusive retail partnership with Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand. Goop. <laughs> Goop. To showcase a 14-watch collection of rare... Rolex Stella and specialty dial watches. She also has a candle that smells like her vagina, coincidentally. <laughs> this is a perfect time to do this ad. This is yeah. it. <laughs> smells like my vagina, right? That's what it's called. Uh, no joke. So no joke. I, perfect for one-of-a-kind holiday gift collection highlights including sort of white, joke. gold, and green diamond set Stella dial. That's simply stunning and a striking onyx dial. Rolex Date 8. They're at the Brentwood Country Mart, too, uh, that goop. So go check them out. These are available for a limited time only. Shop now at bobswatches.com slash Stella before they're gone or go to bobswatches.com slash spike to see my pics. I need a tissue, Zuckerman. I'm laughing too hard. You know, I was just thinking, I'll though, get you. 
I'm, I was just yeah. thinking real quick. <laughs> is that how, a fresh one? Hold on. No. I grab one. Ba- back to the f- the three a.m. lady. How did talk- the police eventually get the watch out? Cavity <laughs> like, search. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. So. I guess they did. Oof. But that's uh, look. I mean, <laughs> I don't think she would have to submit to that. Would that, she? That's where I keep my watch, officer. I guess <laughs> that's how I tell the time. If you're under arrest, the I police think. get away with yeah. a lot. But are you? I don't know. If it's not on you, that's a Zuckerman question. Let's assume she knows the law. Yeah. <laughs> Whether or not. Let's go. Uh, um, wow. I almost bought, speaking of those fun dials, I you know, Bob's had one of those beach dial Daytonas. Have you seen the beach Daytonas? No. There are these sort of pastel kind of uh, like, like Stella dial Daytonas, and they have a green, a blue, a pink. Thank you. And like a yellow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. have the green one. Yeah. Real cool. Wow. Um, a lot of electric cars out front. That yes, we drove here. Are. Coincidentally, yes. I have the Press Tesla cars. Model X Plaid. Um, almost uh, killed some folks and a possum on the way here. <laughs> and, and, and then no exaggeration, the two guys just dashed in front of me. I don't know what they were up to, but it looked like they had just robbed a 7-Eleven mid-block. And I caught them on the right side of the bumper. Imagine that. Like, it was frightening. And then right Were you the full bo- self-driving? No, no, no. I was drive. I love driving this. That's thing. how you know it's because because they didn't get hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know he was driving himself. No, I think I if I had been the car, it would have been moving a little more slowly <laughs> than I was doing it. It's, it's blindingly fast, and I have not. I don't want to get in a big yoke argument, but I do have a lot of experience uh, with the yoke right now, and it's been really fun. I, I you know it's um, it takes a day or two to get used to for sure. You're now uh, pressing things with your thumb. The directionals and the horn is kind of up here. For the record, I'm sitting between Spike and Matt. <laughs> well, this is nobody, wants hear, nobody wants to hear Matt and I argue about it. Just, uh, just officer for the record. <laughs> Doug DeMuro, if, if you want to get a, a, a pretty accurate take on the yoke, watch Doug. He's, he's like me. It's like, a, it's overblown. It's kind of a wheel. It works. It's fine. But it does, I will tell you, it does take some getting used to. And you were right about one thing. The first time you're using it in a parking garage, you'll, you'll slip it right out of your hand. But that learning takes 24 hours. And then, you know, and I say this a lot, I'm, and I'm speaking for me, I love to learn new things. It reminds me of the Carrera GT, learning how to drive something new. <laughs> and now I love the yoke, but not in the Model X for me. This car is so fast, I just don't know who's going to buy it like my wife wouldn't drive it do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. who wants a, a, a an suv it's the world's fastest suv right so zero six two four but who's what soccer mom is going to do that right so is it just dumb the dads people buy it. for dumb people <laughs> here's yeah. i mean that's the answer is for very dumb people no I, it's I a mean, it's an incredible new thing Uh-oh. and it's really I mean, fun it's and, new, and and i'll tell you so it's been out for years well, ding, ding, plaid, ding 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 to your corners the, the, the plaid, model the, the model x plaid has not been out for years it's been out for like it's, it's been out for about a year right yeah, but yeah. like it's other than being faster and having like a yoke, yes it does nothing, nothing else, else yeah from 2015 yes. yeah everything else is seven years old no, the doors are great. The doors close. They're seven so years old. They're amazing. They're, the whole thing is an amazing thing. I've not driven anything like this ever. Okay, and I like it. Well, and I don't, don't want to start. You can get press cars from Tesla. That's what I'm impressed really, by. Yeah. Well, that's You're the only uh, one on the planet. Franz von Holshausen, who, as you know, um, I would like to run the company. I want them. And, and, and look at this. 
I think we talked about it uh, not long ago here on the show. Well, the third biggest uh, Tesla stock owner has said uh, Elon has to go. Elon Musk has to go. Kokuan Leo, who owns $3.4 billion worth of Tesla shares, Cut that in is, half. is finally done with him. And I think that's what needs to happen well, to save the, this company. But remember, though, he's he's the CEO. Uh, he's at the whim of the board of directors, <clears throat> the way Putin's at the whim of the Russian parliament. He, like, he's probably got all the preferred stuff. He, well, he, but no, but, but Musk installed a he's, board he's, of directors that will never get rid of him. He no sold a lot this week. Yeah. <laughs> he sold a lot to keep Twitter afloat. And soon he's going to be like Sly Stallone living in a van somewhere. And, then, and I, can, I can't wait for that. This guy is yeah. he, this guy is crashing and burning. And I guess the God, core of my... The watch, isn't it? Sly Stone. The core of my message is I'd like Tesla to be saved. I, I really have a lot of hope for the company and I love the product and I, and I love the thing that I'm driving right now. And it would be great if a maniac was not at the helm of it. Right? And that's where I can kind of meet you, Matt, in middle ground. And, 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 and and all the hyping and lying. The stuff. only and way to get him out is the board of directors to fire him, and they'll never. He put in a friendly board. They'll never. It's like secession. You, you know, know, we've lived in a we've lived in a world of nevers. That's true. But after 2020, I believe everything can be done. Sure. But we've seen a lot in the last. Few I believe years. in the multiverse. We're just in the shitty one with Trump and Elon Musk running <laughs> yeah. the world. You know. So yeah. Anyway, what were the other electric cars that we have here? We got some Mercedes. You came- I have the EQE. AMG Mercedes. I've only driven it from my house to here. Oh, you have the the AMG AMG. version? AMG. Oh, I haven't driven it. Oh, cool. Which I I, that is the one I had. I just no. You had the. It wasn't this one because this one has three hundred miles on it. You had the regular EQE, not the not. No, I had the AMG. You had the AMG EQS, which I have now, but a different one than you had. So so the EQE is. It's the smaller one. E-class It's, it's the same Got basic it. formula. It's just a little smaller, a little lighter. Um, and I've driven it literally for 20 minutes, so I don't have too much to say about it. It's a nightclub. The lights, <laughs> the, the interior lights are like insane. Yes. You know, there's all this stuff about air quality. And yes, like, there yes. is. You know, there's a lot um, of fart control there's a ton metrics of, of in that, there, which I, I appreciate. That's why there's no frunk. That's their excuse. Yeah. It has Beijing level, like, you <laughs> yeah. know, bio uh, uh, yeah. cleaning. But I mean, so far, it's like ridiculously complicated in a way I don't find to be particularly desirable. But it's also very nice. It uh, drives like a Mercedes. It does drive it's like a Mercedes. Quiet. The turning radius is comical. It's a forklift. How good it is. Yeah. 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 Like, it can make a U-turn in, like, a single lane of right, cars. Right, right. Johnny, what do you have? I have the AMG EQS. So I have the larger version wow. of Matt's car. And it's the one you had that you took to Palm Springs. And Do we uh, like these things? I, 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 love I really them. do, yeah. I well, really like them. Here's what I'm digging about it it's been you know not not midwest cold but it's been you know in the 40s at night they dropped it off with 90 percent battery i've gone to beverly hills and back i did some other driving around i drove here i'm still over 70 percent battery and it's and it's telling me that the the battery temp and i was telling matt what i like is you can do a deep dive on everything there's the screens are wild so you can see the amps each motor is producing and 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 using you can well it shows you the battery temperature so it's like it's at 57 degrees and you could if you wanted to you could say heat up the battery meaning if you're going to park it for a while it'll keep the battery hot because that's what people, you know, they're like, oh, these EVs don't work in cold weather. It, it, what it is is it's if you let the battery drop to zero and then you start driving to heat the battery up to operating temperature, that sucks half the range away. 
is heating the battery. Now, if you leave it plugged in, it won't do that. So you just it, it doesn't really cold doesn't really affect it that much. And so you can it's cool in the Mercedes. You can say heat the battery, and it'll it'll keep it at a temperature so you're not getting this you know wasting range. You know, the uh, tennis pros in La Quinta were telling me the extreme heat was just ruining batteries. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. It's the uh, extreme. Ex- any kind of extreme elements are not great for batteries. Right. Yeah. So you you lose range both ends, unfortunately. Yeah. But I thought that Mercedes range was more authentic than the Tesla. It's Model much. Y it, range. That, that's the greatest yeah. thing about the Mercedes. They look weird because they're so aerodynamic. That's the right. biggest hit when you're doing steady state freeway driving. It's aerodynamics are everything. Mm. And because this literally is a point two uh, drag coefficient, I think it's the most aerodynamic car yeah. ever. Right? It, it mm-hmm. beat the Lucid by yeah. like by like point oh oh. We're at point oh two zeros. It's like that. Yeah. Incremental. And and but so, there's also different ways to calculate range. Like there's three different like EPA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. methods right and so like porsche famously advertises a range that is well below what you can actually do in the car like porsche says like 205 when i've gone out and physically done 310 like without trying right right and then so porsche's on the super conservative method ford kia hyundai mercedes audi they're all kind of in the middle one and then tesla uses the most optimistic one well i, I would i would put mercedes more in line with the porsche Portion. And, Portion and that one. has more to do with the Germans. They're they're calculating the range for the European cycle, and then when that's translated to the U.S. cycle, it it the, the ranges come in low because yeah. with the with the non AMG, I haven't really measured this one, but with the regular EQS, it says like you have three hundred eighty miles, and I was getting four twenty five without trying. Yeah, I, I have you know. for the record, I have absolutely no idea what the EQE will do. I've driven it eight miles. Yeah, here, it's, so. you get, it's impressive without drilling too much down on it. You just get a sense of it. Like, if you're driving an electric car, you kind of know, like, hey, am I charging this thing too much? Yeah, <laughs> You right. know, and, and I, I have that with a Y, and I sense the batteries are just getting older. Wait, maybe we uh, charged 100% too many months that, in a row. You can't do that. Yeah, don't ever do now that. Now that I have the like level two charger at my house, I make sure to let, I let the Mach-E get down to, like, 15 or 20 before That's, I charge right. it, and I end up only charging it, like, once a week. Right. Which is actually right. kind of nice. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. So, so the best, like, on the Rivian, for instance, what what they recommend is you, it has a setting for seventy percent. Mm-hmm. So you charge to seventy. That's two hundred miles of range. Run it down to twenty or below. Plug it in, and then just bounce between twenty yeah. and seventy, and that's optimal. And then if you need eighty five or hundred, then you just do that. Um, the last three days, I spent breaking in my Boxster engine. Oh yeah, how's the Boxster? Thirteen hundred miles. And, like, and 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 it's so awesome. Is it? This motor is rowdy. It's great. Yeah, it's great. What is the break-in for? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. So I bought I this put, car. Put down. I bought this car. I sent it straight from the dealer to Demand Motorsports in New York. They take the motor out. They bore it, stroke it, re-sleeve it, use a bunch of race car shit. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's a four and a half liter motor Holy moly. that makes 565 horsepower and 450 pounds of torque then they re-gear the gearbox <laughs> so it's second through fifth are shorter and first and sixth are standard really and i then got a set of oem uh ceramic brakes because they canceled that for 2022 so i was able to get a set from porsche 
and put those on. And the, what is the what's the break in for this motor? The break in, according to Rick, it's slightly different than the than it's a little more aggressive than Porsche's break in. Porsche's break in is don't rev the engine over six for a thousand, thousand miles. miles. Right. That's and then and then have at it. That's Porsche's. And this one? This one, don't rev it over six and no full throttle for about eight, nine hundred miles. Then from like eight nine hundred to fifteen hundred, you can go full throttle in the lower three gears, but don't go near red line. So shift at seven, and and no high load full throttle. So don't go flat in the top gears. And then an oil change at fifteen hundred, and then you can let it rip, but like no track days. And then another oil change at three thousand, and then you're good to go. Oh, they really, wow, they really. Yeah, and this is like you know, this is to maximize longevity this is what he recommends if you want this engine to be as reliable as a factory porsche engine will you he be able to do it puts them straight into race cars and they go racing with them right away and then tear them down and then tear them down every fifteen thousand race miles tell me something would a civilian know that they're in some hyped up car or would it be as easy to drive and tractable is no the, other than the fact the that it has a, he, a slightly heavier clutch so the clutch that's in it resembles the gt2 rs clutch 997 right it's pretty heavy the clutch resembles that everything else especially if you have the exhaust and quiet you'd never know what you were in can you do Except a quick really fast can you do a quick comparo between the gt4 rs and your car yeah GT4 RS, everything about that car that's special happens from six to 9,000 RPM. My car has a much lower power and torque band. My car makes more power at the wheels than that makes at the crank peak, but it makes that 1,500 RPM lower. So my car has peak power at 7,500, red line at eight. The RS goes to nine. And what's the torque on your car? 450. It's a so shitload. Because awesome. I've driven the, like, the Shark Works where they do like yeah. 480. And yeah, it's yeah. just like, it's like having a Z06 motor. It's, it's, it's got a ton of oh, power awesome. and a ton of torque and, and a nothing. really wide torque band. If you're going to be on the track all the time, mm-hmm. you want the RS. No compressed, no question. You want the RS. If for a street car, this thing flies. And, it's and also, so fast. The spider's not for the track, so it's and perfect. It's yeah. And the yeah, suspension's yeah, yeah. a little more compliant. I have comfort seats, you know, that kind of stuff. So, so. if you were, if, if you were just a regular guy ordering this package, mm-hmm. what would it cost you? Forty-five grand for the engine and fifteen for the gearbox. Sixty grand. And where does yeah. that bring you in res- in relation to a, a, G, a GT4 RS? This is faster than a G. Oh, no, but uh, price-wise, wise, yeah, price-wise. Oh, it's cheaper. Still, car is really? one hundred and twenty grand. Plus oh, wow. sixty. You know, you're you're in it under most R at most GT three four RS. And, and also, don't forget prices, the dealer yeah. markup, which seems yeah, I mean, to be if especially if you so three hundred grand for an yeah, RS, yeah. and they can put this motor in a Cayman or Boxster GTS, right? So you can have a real sleeper. Yeah. It's time to talk about Gerber Life. I wonder who in our audience doesn't have life insurance and why. If you're listening to this Gerber Life guaranteed life insurance sponsorship ad, there's a good chance that you're alive. And if you're not, well, this may not be of interest to you. Now, I know what you're thinking. Life insurance. I'm going to live forever. Death is what happens to other people. Well, for the sake of argument, let's assume you're wrong and that someday you won't be listening to any podcast anymore. 
I know it's not easy for you to talk about, so I'll do the talking if you're 50 plus and alive or 50 to 75 in New York. You can apply for Gerber Life Guaranteed Life Insurance with guaranteed acceptance regardless of your health. And since this life insurance is guaranteed, you don't have to get a medical exam. In fact, you don't even have to fill out the health questionnaire. For a free quote, just visit GerberLifeFamily.com. Then when you stop, I mean if you stop listening to podcasts, your family can use the insurance money to help cover your final expenses or anything else. Your kids already inherited your ears, allergies, and questionable singing voice. Don't make them inherit your final expenses tab, too. See website for terms and restrictions. All right, gentlemen. We got a big festivist show. Danny O'Keefe will be, uh, or Dan, now, now that he's grown up, is Dan O'Keefe. Oh. We'll be talking to him, too, about the origins, about some uh, some of the pain and suffering. <laughs> uh, what we happened live. with the Seinfeld staff and how, how it even uh, came to be festivist. We will... Uh, we will have feats of strength, I believe. Johnny's going to bend, Let's do something. Try. I won't. I won't blow Let's it. Try. We have a festivist poll right out there. <laughs> uh, we had a festivist dinner, thanks to Zuckerman, uh, and perhaps there'll be a festivist uh, miracle. Oh, oh, the airing of grievances. We'll have to air some grievances. Um, I think you want me to tell you what I hate about you guys. Yeah, please. Not, not yet. Not yet. We're not there yet. Um, we have more uh, car talk here. I don't know if you guys are. Well, I had a question for you, Zuckerman, that's kind of off topic, but I think interesting. Um, I keep reading about the crypto crash and how celebrities are going to be held liable for shilling folks like Tom Brady and Larry David in TV commercials. They did Super Bowl commercials last year at this time. Yeah. And there's a lot of talk about them getting sued if they've yeah. if perhaps, and I haven't been following it that closely, already named in lawsuits. They are. They are. They are. It, it, but it, explain I that to me. If somebody does a commercial, right, I, it, and you sign I, a release with a production company and or a business, aren't they insulated? I personally believe the law will eventually be on the side of Larry David and Tom Brady. They're allowed to be pitchmen and engage in what's known as puffery. Uh, certainly. Uh, is that really a technical that's that's term? That's a technical term. Yeah. And that's in lots it's of law same, books. saying like, this is the best hard cider I've ever done. <laughs> that's right. a great yeah. new name for this podcast. Puffery. puffery. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's puffery. And that's why you've yeah. got caveat emptor. But it is, it's, it gets kind of borderline, particularly in this society now where we believe anything we hear. And we right. don't engage in any right. true independent thought about this and you know if larry david or tom brady who might be billionaires say buy this shit you'll be like me um and it, whether it's tongue in cheek the way that larry did it or more seriously the way tom did it i mean they i can see the legal argument to be made that they were part of a criminal enterprise albeit totally unwittingly but if I'm, you know, I produce content. If I'm producing something, I can't imagine a world where any of my actors I, would, uh, would catch any, have any liability, I, any exposure I in any way. I'm hiring them. And it goes, I'm telling them what to say. Right. And it goes back to the notion of if you're going to be a pitchman, you really should stand behind your product, right? Like, yeah, you know, right. you're... You're not going to tell, you know, you're not going to get on TV and and try to shill some, you know, crack cocaine. You don't want to be associated with that product. Well, Larry, the, the Larry commercial was very funny. It was, it was about all the mistakes he makes and he doesn't know what it is. Except for this one. And, yeah, right. 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 And then so, it became but reality. Yeah, you know, traditionally. <laughs> traditionally. And, and, I, and he's going to turn, you know, it'll be on the next season of Curb. Right. It's going to so, be great. So the traditionally smart 
smart celebrities stayed away from certain products, beer, booze, you name it. And right. now they're turned on to the fact that, that money products, fake money products may not be so great to be pitchmen for. Didn't you famously once say you can put anything in the first round of a lawsuit? Oh, the, yeah. the Blue Jays are responsible. It doesn't, it doesn't right? You can say you can make any claim. It's an overstatement. You can't, but it's you can. <laughs> what? It's a slight overstatement. You can't make. But the in a lawsuit, you ninety nine percent goes. You can say almost anything as long as it's not extortionate. Uh, uh, you know, so you can really. I I could file a lawsuit that says I'm divorcing you. I don't think that I'd be subject to any criminal liability. Right. I could, you know, I could write a, a file a lawsuit that says, you, you know, you're pregnant with a child. Uh, right. I don't think I have. You know, lawsuits protect. So yes, these lawsuits can be filed, and then and then we can have a court, whether it's the California Supreme Court or the U.S. Supreme Court or some court of appeal. Mm-hmm. Opine whether this is actionable, and I think the answer will be it's not actionable. Opine. 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 See, when you get him talking about what he's good at, oh, it's there's great. no feces, <laughs> there's no Holocaust. Can you sue for feces? There's no Nazi talk. You were the one who brought up Rolexes and Cooters. I mean, hey, I that really silly. happened. Yeah. I didn't okay, bring it up. Well, I, I was really in paper underwear. <laughs> the, what do you want me to say? The news guys and, and brought much, it up. And much more recently than the, than the Rolex was there. I, I, I was in paper underwear today, Ferris. There could be a Rolex and a Cooter right now. <laughs> somewhere in somewhere Los in Angeles. Vegas. I would have to imagine it's not the first time. Hey, lady, you got any Rolexes on you? <laughs> what time is it? Hang on. I personally would be done with that Rolex. That would be the end of what it. What bothered me like the of Whoa, Wait, wait, wait. What? what, what, what? Uh, oh, come on. Everybody's talking the same. It wouldn't bother what, me in the least. Uh, it wouldn't. No, Why? I'd be happy to have it back. And so you wouldn't believe where I found this. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get that allocation? Yeah. Where I tell the story. Yeah. Is there, Matt Fair, a process to uh, make that watch, sanitize that watch? Of course. De-vagina-ing. It's it. stainless steel. It's yeah, but what st- would you do? Seriously, what would you do? What would I do? Literally, what like, I do? If, dunk it in alcohol? Dunk it in rubbing alcohol? Not so really? Yeah, it takes it in a shower. case? D- dishwasher. No dishwasher detergent. Do you ever clean None your watches? None of these sound right. Ferrisid. Do you ever no. shower after you sex? You clean a watch? Yeah, you've been. You've had sex. You, you still touch your, your penis. I would <laughs> blow on a watch and I would polish it a little bit, but no, I don't really clean I got a to- I got a toothbrush in the closet. And I get, I literally, I literally put toothpaste on the Did toothbrush she, and I do my watches with toothpaste. Like I brush my in teeth. In the closet. I have a Rolex in my closet, she said. I have a toothbrush in my closet. I would love to see that video. Will you please? Brushing my Rolex? Yeah, with some nice music to it. Like you, a why is it the toothbrush, which you, you put the toothpaste on and you have to wash off? Why isn't the toothbrush by the sink? Because I don't want anyone to accidentally put it in their mouth. Yeah. See? Well, and a mouth. Because, you know, what's because worse, a mouth or a vagina? A mouth. Previously, a mouth my mouth toothbrush. Right. Oh, color. it works its way down. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get the multicolor oh. pack? <laughs> no, I definitely should. Okay, the 2023 Prius is being hyped as gorgeous. That's so, Does it deserve the credit? No. Johnny Only, Lieberman, go ahead. Start us off. Absolutely not. It looks like a <laughs> fucked up Lamborghini. It is so bad. Johnny, I agree with you. Yeah. Matt. <laughs> I don't think it's gorgeous, but if you park it next to the old one, it's certainly an improvement. <laughs> it got better. Low bar. Low, low bar. Zuckerman, have you seen it? No, you, thank can, God. No. 
I, it's not bad. It is, it is not bad. You're it's right. Bad. And I think that's exactly the right way to think about it. If you put it next to the old one, it's, sure it's, it's just, not bad. Or not, not as bad, bad you're It's saying. not like, as bad. The visibility. And I'm a Prius fan. I like the Prius. I've, really? I've owned many of them, yes. It serves our family I'm well. I'm an anti-Prius. Me and Hannah, we were just on this road trip with my car, and someone in a boxer spider waved at me. Right. And it made me think of that entire episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry, this is how far we've come, where Larry gets really mad because someone in a Prius doesn't <laughs> wave at him. Can you think back to a time where Priuses were so uncommon that there would be a wave? I saw Larry on Sunset in his little black Prius and I was blasting towards Malibu on a Porsche and uh, I, I, I called Jerry right away and I go, we got to do something about you? that. It doesn't, it, look, it looked so sad. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. Here's the new Prius, Zuckerman. Okay, it's not as bad. It's not, <laughs> that, but it's not as bad. They, they but it's not gorgeous. It's right? not gorgeous. Remember when you had the, the first series Prius and those uh, those kids yeah. harassed you? Yes, yes. <laughs> they nice called you the F word? Yes, they called me the F bird. I was at a stoplight on Sunset Boulevard. I was there today, that same stoplight. And they rolled the window down. They were going to calling me and they go, nice Prius, F word. And I went, yeah, I'm gay. Gay for the environment. And they didn't laugh. And I felt shame because <laughs> they were like 14 years old. But I was so surprised because it, I guess back then there weren't many of those out there, right? Yeah. Larry David did 30 minutes of TV about the Prius wave that obviously doesn't exist anymore. No, it doesn't exist. And then he got a Tesla and then it looked, it looked better. But it just didn't look right when he was in that car. God, the guy's got a billion dollars, like you said. Okay. Right. Next year, guess what? What? These cars are coming up for U.S. import. Yes. The 25-year rule. I want to know what you guys think. There are only 10 of them. 17-year rule if you zuck them in. That's right. (laughs) 16. (laughs) This is 16 to be specific. Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution 5. Nice. Great car. We like that. The first year of the regular R34 Skyline Mm -hmm. becomes legal for U.S. import. Yeah, those are through the roof. True to roof, I tell you. And kind of not. Nissan 180SX Type X. Don't yeah, even don't know even what that know is. That. It's the same it, as the 240 SX, with a smaller motor. Worth Blech. worth bringing in? I mean, only because there's no 240s left here. That, that right. Stock. <laughs> you yeah, really yeah, want yeah. one? Subaru Impreza 22B. Yes, yeah, we, that's yeah. a great car. The Asc- actually, that's eligible for show and display already. Really? Yeah. Ascari uh, Ecos. Yeah. Don't Never even, even seen one in person. Yeah. Yeah. There was one yeah. on Acosi, top here once though. The Fiat, the new Fiat Multipla. I mean, the ugliest. It's the ugliest. Car the it's a really look weird looking. It's, it's, I know what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so ugly. It's, it's the Italian ugly. Mazda MPV. But it would yeah. be kind of fun to have one, right? Yeah. It be if you want to be driving a frog around town, yeah. that's really yeah. what it looks yeah. like. Here's the one I like: the Rover 75. Yeah, it's nice. Okay. The first Rover built under BMW's uh, ownership. Yeah. yeah. Lasted about two years, but yeah. <laughs> It'll yeah. fall apart. No part. It'll just stay in a lot somewhere at the mechanic. Yeah. What do you have to do to those cars? Anything different? You bring them in, do you still have to federalize them or you can just bring them in? No, as you, is? you bring them in, you got to pay your 3%. Uh, you got to get them here and pay 3%. All right. You want to register them in California, that's a different story. You oh got a boy. bar, you got to go to the bar ref. 
All right. That's going to cost you like 10 G's. And then if you have your triple X VIN numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah but then you'll have a Nissan 180. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Ooh, there's trouble. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about collecting cars. Since mm-hmm. we're talking about cars, buying cars. Live for bids right now. 2009 Bugatti Veyron Grand Sport. Wow. Yes. Unbelievable. Uh, number 23 of only 58 examples. The first UK market example finished in pearl white with black interior. Um, 987 brake horsepower, like my Tesla Model X plaid. Uh, zero to sixty in two point five seconds. Same. Slower. <laughs> Slower than you. So, Tesla if you always wanted to make the leap from bedroom poster to worship real life ownership, uh, then take a look at this Bugatti Veyron Grand Sport on collecting cars right now. What a great Christmas! Does UK market mean right hand drive? Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, for, uh, for bids, look at this. 2018 BMW M2 Competition CSL Turbo Meister. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, what? Yeah, that's, uh, that's some like your only... Competition has been extensively upgraded and refinished as a tribute oh, to oh. the 2002 Homage Turbo Meister Edition concept car, which was unveiled in 2016. Uh, communicating directly, though, with the BMW design group to make sure every detail was as accurate as possible, the seller transformed this M2 Competition into an aggressive tribute to the Jägermeister livery inspired one-off tons of upgrades bidding ends Thursday December 22nd at our good friends collectingcars.com the number one sponsor of Spikes Car Radio Puffery oh my god there's even more straight straight puffery (laughs) Um, well let's do Danny O'Keefe first let's listen to what Danny O'Keefe had to say and then we'll get into our uh, Festivus Fun. Danny, as you uh, probably know, was a writer on Seinfeld last season. And uh, loads of fun to have as a fellow writer. Um, it was a pretty small staff at that point. And as the saying and fable goes, his dad, uh, I believe, was bipolar and alcoholic and decided to make his own holiday <laughs> instead of Christmas. So I, I got Danny on the phone per Zuckerman. It was a good idea, and, and we had a lot of fun chatting with each other, reminiscing. There are lots of new details to the Festivus story here, so listen closely. There's a book that that was written about it. There's a book that he then wrote, and there are two other holidays, at least, that his dad at least. <laughs> invented in his alcoholic <laughs> bipolar phase. Um, I really love talking to Danny, and here's the interview. Dan, are you there? I am Spike Fairston. <laughs> wow. This is excellent. Thank you for joining us for our... Uh, did you even know that we did a, uh, a Festivus Spikes Car Radio episode every year? Um, I knew that you were doing Spikes Car Radio. Uh, I <laughs> didn't know you were bothering with the whole Festivus of it. I did, I did not. We have 52 uh, shows a year to fill, so <laughs> it gets down oh, to the well, holiday time. I totally get it. We you thought, hey. Desperately for material. Yeah, let's do a Festivus uh, episode. It's turned into a lot of fun. Uh, last year, uh, one of our co-hosts, Matt Farah, bit through a can, I think, uh, as a feat of strength. This year, uh, Johnny Jeez. Lieberman uh, is going to bend a frying pan, and it's it's fun. And, and it, in the spirit of that, um, we thought we would connect with you because I, you know, I get asked about it during the episode and I'm not sure where this interview is playing in the episode. We may already be past it, but the, the, the history of Festivus 
Why don't we start with that? Just the, the top line, because a lot's been said. There's a book. A lot's been said about your dad. But what what is your first recollection? Like, how old were you when this this idea came up with your father? It predates my birth. It was originally a, some sort of weird celebration of my parents' first date or something even less savory. My first memory was terror. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of shouting that was in a slightly different key than normal <laughs> and a lot of strange post-war Italian and German and French folk music was playing and uh, there were even stranger things hung on the walls than usual and uh, my dad was talking to a tape recorder and making us all do the same and uh, being, Wait, as hold know, on, we hold, were there. hold on I'm sorry, is that a lot to process? It's a lot to process so the, you don't ever recall having a normal holiday around this time of year. There was no uh, Hanukkah. There was no Christmas. There was no Kwanzaa. There was just this weirdness, nope, nope, right? Nope, 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 Absolutely misconception. We, uh, my dad was actually, he trained to be a Jesuit priest and then decided that was all bullshit and he hated that. So, no, we had Christmas every year. We had a tree every year. We even did Easter every okay, year. Okay, okay. But uh, we additionally had this weird festivus and the dirty little secret is he also made up maybe half a dozen other fake holidays that oh. I just never talked about. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is irresistible to me. Uh, it's fucking. Yeah. Okay. Fake, ho- fake holidays. Like what? Well, if he had done something particularly unforgivable and my mom was threatening to leave him, we would have, uh, an unbirthday, uh, the title taken from the Lewis Carroll book, in which we basically got an extra shitty little birthday, you know, to, to you know, to sort of uh, uh, offset the trauma, I suppose. So, so the unbirthday was By for the, the way, kids. By the way, I want to throw back to something you said that I wrote a book. I didn't write a book. That thing is a piece of garbage. Oh, I've been okay. buying them systematically on eBay and burning them. The only reason why that I did that, they, they called me the publishing house and offered me money, and I was like, I really don't want to have anything to do with that anymore. But then I found out that this guy who wrote an article about it was writing a book. And yes. so I called him back. And I'm like, no, no, it's actually very much like that story where Jerry says he wants to do something out of spite. I was like, no, no, if, if someone's going to flog the corpse of my childhood for a few bucks, it's damn well going to be me. So I yes. didn't want to write it. It was unpleasant writing it. It's terrible. It's the worst thing I've ever written. It's, it's borderline illiterate. I could barely look at the uh, computer while I was typing it. So book is a generous word. And in, anyway. and that's the 2005 book, right? The real Festivus, uh, the true story behind America's favorite made-up holiday? Yeah, and I got so lazy while doing it, and I just had such – well, frankly, I wasn't lazy. I was just – I found it so unpleasant to revisit that that <laughs> um, rather than writing it, a lot of it is just – I just listened to the old cassette tapes that my dad made and transcribed them. <laughs> so I think there's like we transcribed 76, uh, 79, 80, and 85, I want to say – and literally, it's just recordings of my family just behaving very oddly uh, from that year. Oh, my God. And that took the place of actual, you know, writing about it. Well, look, you just made some very big news by saying there were six or so other holidays, one being the unbirthday <laughs> that could be sprung on the family at any moment that your dad needed to get himself out of it's trouble a, to curry it's favor. weird. It's nothing weird. It's just so, you know, I, that, you know, uh, his children wouldn't be taken away by the state of New York and raised in foster care. He just, you know, gave an extra little birthday to it. It's totally normal. I'm so sure you did it too, right? It was an extra birthday. Was it called the unbirthday? He, yeah, he, he it named it an unbirthday. An unbirthday. And it was an extra day to try to curry favor with the kids against 
Um, it was a, it was a, it was damage control. It was getting control. ahead of it. Okay. It was, what was like, it? <laughs> it was like, oh shit. I, it was like, I got drunk and I threw a, a, a model of the statue of Liberty at my son's head and almost blinded him. Uh, my wife is packing the car. I think I should get him some sort of train set. That kind of shit. And that would keep the wife happy if he bribed you with the train set. It would maintain the, you know, the, the status quo okay. antebellum. What what other holidays did he have? Some of them I honestly can't remember. I wrote them down. There was there was something called the Polish Hour, which wasn't really a holiday. It, ha- it happened many times a year. And he instructed my mother to play a specific piece of music on the piano. And he sort of impro- improvised a monologue in which he was, he posited himself years in the future looking back on this moment. Uh, which he referred to as living in the swamp, which I guess it, you know the town we lived in was very rainy, and it didn't require anything other than we sit there and listen to a lot of stream of consciousness uh, craziness. <laughs> and what day was it? Was, it, was, it was always a, it was Chopin's Polonaise. It was like some actual piece of uh, music with a Polish theme, and I have no idea why it was called the Polish Hour. It didn't. It, it veered like Festivus into a lot of discussions of the snake pit like politics of the reader's digest organization Ah, okay uh you know it was there's a reason spike that when this got out and i mean jerry was right it it, you know people seem to like it why i was like no no you guys you guys all don't get it this is a bad idea this is a sad horrifying thing we should hide this we should not publicize it uh but anyway there you go so, uh, you know, this is, I mean, for me, this is unbelievable that there are more days. And I think for folks listening who have been celebrating Festivus and who know what it is, I mean, we we always, and I think on the writer staff, uh, Schaefer and Berg, and uh, we delighted in other writers' pain. Like whenever a writer would bring in a painful story, me included, from your past or personal life, there's no connection to the emotions of it. It's just humorous how messed up a lot of our lives were. Oh yeah, and I mean, and, and when you, you mentioned you, you, you tell me, um, it was not enjoyable ordering soup from the soup Nazi. It was extremely <laughs> no. upsetting. That's right. Correct? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, but I was yeah, embarrassed when my brother Mark sold and got on the air somehow. Uh, a, a show where Judge Reinhold played my dad. It was actually called the O'Keefe's because the WB was too lazy to rename it. It was 03. Uh, he had T-shirts made for the crew, even though he knew uh, or believed that it would not last long. And he was right. It lasted like, what, six episodes? And the T-shirt was purple. And for some reason, it had like a heraldic crest of a lizard on the front. But on the back, it said, the O'Keefe's, colon, turning pain into money. Which was not only the motto of the show, but which could stand as an epigraph for comedy writing as a whole. Comedy writers in general, yes, oh, yeah. yes, oh yeah. This, this, I had a dad like that who did odd things, and everybody in my town loved him. And we would just go, "Oh God, if you only knew. Irish." I'm guessing would that be an Irish fella? It is an Irish fella, yes, an Irish fella. Not as not uh, yeah. as your dad, but did see the world through Coke bottle glasses and uh, and made the lenses himself. <laughs> But but simpler things like uh, secondhand smoke in the car with the windows up doesn't hurt anyone. And and cigarette smoke won't hurt me because I'm special. Um, But there there was a lot of it. But getting back to you, here's here are the dots that I was trying to put back together in my head. Like I remember I remember the moments on on staff when Schaefer, Jeff Schaefer, uh, who's now uh, uh, does Curb Your Enthusiasm, among other great shows. Um, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, he uh, 
had remember when he played i don't know if you were there but when he played his friend's answering machine message and it became that uh, george costanza you know i'm sorry that uh, i'm not at home you know the america's oh, wait, greatest hero like, i um, I'm, I'm flattered that you think i was there i wrote a freelance season eight but i was only on staff season nine i only caught the tail end of that right right so you were there like two more seasons than me. So that, I believe what you're talking about was season eight. And I was. Wow. You know so much during about the, the show. Making of, of my, what's that now? You know so much about the show. That's fantastic. Uh, but you're right. Yeah. I, di- I didn't know what it was, but here's the question I was getting to. What, yeah. what was, th- where did it first come up? Festivus? Did it come up in the writer's room to the writers? Do you remember that moment? You, you've talked about in the past being brought to a diner with the writers, yeah. and they said, look, Jerry wants to do this as a story. All right, you want the backstory? Here's yeah. the backstory. I was there, but I didn't know what was going on. It was one of those sort of uh, Hollywood parties that Steve Lookner would tell us about and that a bunch of people would go to <laughs> uh, in the hills. And we were all sort of young and, yep. and wearing English shirts and shit. So anyway, we were at this party, and I see Schaefer and Berg talking to Mark, my brother, and they're like laughing and they're looking over at me and I'm like, all right, well, he's, he's doing his usual song and dance. I don't know. I don't need to know what that's about. Then that weekend, Dave Mandel, like they, they, they fake me out. It's like, it's like that scene in Goodfellas. We're up in the air. It's like, come on down. Like, you know, come on, come on a little further. Let's take a look down here. So Mandel tells me to meet him at Swingers, which was a diner in yep. Hollywood on Beverly Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And I go there and strangely enough, it's not just Dave. Jeff and Alec are there and oh, Dave wow. motions me to get into a booth. And then Jeff and Alex sliding after me, literally so I can't leave. Now, I don't think they thought I was actually going to crawl under the table, but the implication was there. And they said, I think Jeff said something like, okay, we talked to your brother, Mark. What's this about Festivus now? And I think what I said was something like that motherfucker. Uh, Because we we sort of had a deal. We learned early, if if you get on the bus to elementary school and you're like, so, you know, we had Festivus last night. When did you have it? You know, you, you get a lot of questions. We, we sort of had a, a gentleman's agreement not to ever mention that shit again. And in fact, I had put it out of my mind. So uh, I was like, yeah, it's, you know what it is? It's, it's nothing. It's just another example of what happens when you combine uh, alcoholism with an excess of education, uh, mm-hmm. which is where it came out of. Uh, and, and he was like, no, no, we want to talk about it. Now, so I, I, I took him through it and I said, yeah, that's sort of what Mark said. Jerry wants to do it on the show. And I was horrified. And I was like, I think I was, I made the following case. I don't think you understand how horrifying this is. You are, you know, you are executive producers on the greatest television comedy that has ever been made and ever will be made. And you're talking about putting on a holiday yes. that was shit out of the brain of a mentally ill man and used to torment his family at irregular intervals? Yes. Why do you think this is a good idea? And I, I could not prevail upon him. They said, look, Jerry, we hear you, but we've talked to Jerry about this, and he thinks it's funny. He thinks it can work. And I, it, it was, and it was my, it was blinders because I couldn't see past the actual, the thing in itself. And obviously, the version we did, while appalling, was Frank Costanza level appalling. Of not course, I mean, just right. you retelling it right now. I'm thinking you sound just like George. Your attitude is George Costanza upset that his dad has this holiday. That's what makes it so right. great. And I guess, the, and I it's guess so the, unique. The, it's so unique and funny, and unlike <laughs> anything we've ever heard of. 
I mean, you bring up the soup Nazi, you bring up all these great stories that, 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 that Jerry did on the show. And this is one of them, you know, this, I don't care. I, I don't I, care I, what I, you do for the rest of your life, Dan, you're the Festivus guy uh, as I am the soup Nazi guy. Uh, well, you did a lot of other stuff too. Didn't nope, you do the, not, uh, nothing. The, not, not, the that, not that anybody, not that it matters, but here is you your, be, is your dad still alive? Uh, no, no, he's not. Um, did he, what did he so, live to see this episode air? He did. That was problematic. Yeah. See, I didn't know how to tell him. So uh, I talked to my, my mom and my brothers, but the best way to tell him, and Mark thought it was hilarious because he, he had set it all in motion and he just laughed and laughed and laughed because he thought that it would turn into another fist fight like the one Mark had with my dad when Mark broke a couple of his ribs. So um, again, Irish. Yep. So uh, I told my dad and he, first he didn't understand and then he got mad. And then he started to think about it. And then the episode came out. And even before people started to celebrate it, he not only was overjoyed by it and invigorated by it, he thought retroactively it justified every weird decision he'd ever made in his life. <laughs> like, you know, every time someone would call him out for, yep. you know, why did you, you know, why, why did you, what, what was the rationale uh, behind setting the car on fire? Uh, and and it would be like, well, you know, you know, fast as you thought was crazy, and that seemed to turn out okay. Uh, so, there. yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, and I recall that Schaefer, it was actually his bird was a heavy. He said, "Look, here's the deal. This is going on the show. It could be in your episode, or it could be in some <laughs> other episode. But it's ha this is happening. This is happening to you." Yes. And I was like, oh, "Okay, we okay, have a long history of that." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and look, it's not that it, it's not that I it's Spock. It's not that I'm like ashamed of it. Although I definitely am ashamed of it. It's that I don't think it's up there with the dinner party and the rye. It's, not, it's not for you to say. It's not for you to say. It's, it it's occupies. Judgment, look, I always say this, and I, I say it as a joke, but it's not really a joke. It it could be what Scientology was. Back in the day, uh, two science fiction writers competing to to make up a religion in a book, and uh, and I, as Festivus gets bigger and bigger every year, you know your personal pain is kind of irrelevant to the idea that we don't want a religious holiday; we want a fun one. Oh, this is <laughs> we, what I'm saying. We my, want to my, get together and fun. And and but, what's so wrong? Even though it was painful when it was aimed at you, what's so wrong that your dad now and you are responsible for what will be many fun nights for many people around the world, including Who's our, saying that? our I little said show? It was wrong. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, am, I always said it was open sourced as a guy who makes a living selling festivist poles in Wisconsin. First of all, <laughs> Castle Rock, I believe, owns the name. I have oh, no you can do it. I can tell and, you, uh, you, you, you're the father of Festivus or the okay, son of Festivus. But, but, but my point is that I, I, I don't object to people doing it. In fact, the more they do it, the more it drowns out the reality. So I'm fine with that. Now, do I find it kind of nuts? Do I, do I, you know, do I think it's a, a questionable life choice to celebrate mm -hmm. it? Sure. But I have no problem with it. I just, you know, it, it's just incredibly odd to me. The memories are what they are. And honestly, like, I think that the, uh, the, the episode, the pothole I wrote was a lot better. The 150th. Oh, like, I worked uh, on that was, one. Yeah, no, Andy, that was and Were you in the room with me and Andy when we were breaking that story that while they were shooting on stage? That was a fun so you night. Because that was started off as a freelance of mine and a freelance of Steve O'Donnell's that they mushed together. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, because it was a, 
a production a production uh we I, were I trying to we on. didn't have an ending for the script and i remember we were shooting the the previous episode and andy and i and i thought you and whoever else's episode it was were locked in to to uh, in jerry's office trying to figure out an ending and we came up with the mail truck fire and the pothole and I oh, think the humanity. I remember that. That it, was your pitch, right? And Didn't it, you pitch the fire? I, I can't remember. I just I remember it, it, it us all being really tired and punch drunk <laughs> and going Eureka as if <laughs> we'd struck gold. And I still wonder if we really did strike gold with it. But um you know, I saw it the other day. I just happened to be flicking around on DirecTV, and I saw that little piece, and I'm like, what is this? And it made me really happy when I saw it. You I know, went, oh, my God, that is so fun. In, so I got to say, I've seen that. I, I, I have a hard time watching the Festus episode, but I watch that one, and I think that holds up. By the way, like, it, it is weird how ongoing, how like, just the mind, or at least my mind, turns away from it. Like, when I was doing uh, Silicon Valley with Berg, they wanted to, someone calls and they want to do an article. They want to talk to us about the strike, which of course was the title of the Festivus episode, even though mm-hmm. everyone said later, why didn't we just call it the Festivus? Um, and because the, you know, my mind recoils from, from the thing, I literally thought they wanted to talk about the 2008 writer's strike and what it was uh. like walking around. <laughs> so we start talking to this guy and, he, and he's, you know, on a, on a, on a speaker phone with me and Berg talking about it and i'm like well this is a lot of like small talk when are we going to talk about the writer strike and the guy starts laughing at me and then and, and uh and yeah but um I, no i'm thrilled that, that if people are having a good time now is it odd for me to associate a good time with that word well, i should say yes but um no i, I have no objection to it at all last uh, question just, and then, I, then we gotta be, go Danny. i'm not gonna be involved in it <laughs> one more question and then we have to go yeah, do, yeah. do you uh do you today this year do you celebrate festivus <laughs> What the fuck do you think? <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> yeah, it's a big goddamn no. Well, thank you, Dan. Thank you for no taking problem. the time to, uh, to call in here. And uh, maybe next year we'll have you visit the set of Spike's Car Radio. I've actually sort of stopped talking about it just because I don't know what more I can say. And it, I, I feel embarrassed wasting people's time. But, you know, you were there. You were part of it. So, yeah, anytime, man. I, I absolutely love it. And if it were me, I would be turning it in into its own cottage industry. I would start a podcast. I would start merchandise. I would just turn it into money. It's just free money. Someone's going to take it. It's Go- blood money. It's <laughs> it's right. blood money, Spike. Thanks, Dan. Well, there it is. You guys didn't hear the interview, but there were two. The unbirthday, <laughs> which was used to cover any sort of ugly uh, drinking incident that happened in his family. So if he did something to his mom, he would have an unbirthday for the kids to make the kids happy. Yeah, listen yeah, to the interview. Okay. It, it's really out there. And then the Polish hour, which I still don't understand. <laughs> he explained it. I don't understand it. Is there kielbasa involved? No. What is? Is it just racism? What I'm thinking about. Re- I'm thinking about rebooting Seinfeld just to do this. Yes, to do the Polish hour. I couldn't. The, I couldn't the believe specials. I couldn't believe he kept it from us. That there, there were way more of these things. We we would have done a season ten had he uh, had he uh, told us about it, but. But awesome interview. Let's talk about Athletic Greens. Um, our next partner, well, I use literally every day. I started t- taking Athletic Greens, well, because I needed to grow. I wanted to get taller. 
Also, I wanted more energy, optimized immune system, hated taking pills and vitamins, uh, wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I mean, before that, as you guys know, as I was cooking uh, vitamin B complex in a spoon and injecting it <laughs> into my blood. But no, now I have AG1. What is it? One delicious scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All those things. Um, here we and go. Taller. And it makes you super tall. <laughs> Lifestyle. Uh, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, keto. Doesn't matter. It costs you less than $3 a day. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Recommended by professional athletes like Reggie Watts. And Spike Ferris. <laughs> professional athletes like Reggie Watts. Especially right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. It's just one scoop of every day in water. That's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements. Look out for your health to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens-com. Dot com slash spike 911. Again, that's athletic greens slash spike 911 to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Slash spike 911. That's all you have to do. Um, the COVID bet, Zuckerman. COVID bet. We, the COVID bet. Did you not bring the money? Do we have to punt this till next week? Okay. Let <laughs> he's, me... he's searching his pocket. <laughs> Did you see him? I saw, I saw, I saw cash on oh. the counter. I saw cash. There is some cash. I am still here on, it, it's what day now? December uh, 17th? 16th. Mm-hmm. I thought I was getting it a few days ago. I was so hoping you got it. I thought I was, well, and I really- in between the end of end of uh, bet and payment, that would have been- Oh, it would have been especially painful <laughs> because the original bet was January 1st. Oh, here he comes the with the money, ladies and gentlemen. He's got it all Counting right it here. Out. He's oh. got- Ah, look at that. One, two, three. This is very exciting. Some applause here. Seven, seven, eight, nine, ten. I saw a one in there. (laughs) (laughs) Give me my money. Oh, that's so sweet. And yes, you owe me two dollars. I'm not involved. Spike, you got paid for a hundred. Uh, wait, no, you <laughs> gotta give me. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I'm good for it. I know. No, no. This would be better if I gave you the money to give. No, no. Here you go. <laughs> there it is. Well, there's one Use guy. Well. <laughs> He's taking his money away. What are you doing? I want my money. Give it to me. I earned this money. <laughs> he walked away with it. <laughs> Speaking of, of money exchanging hands, and you guys buy anything from uh, Bills going out of business sale? Uh, we took some uh, <laughs> bacterial <laughs> intestinal uh, issues yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. I bought something. What'd you get? I bought the sign. Oh, the front sign the out sign front? The sign outside. The, the big, big one. Sign. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised you let that go. What, can I guess what that cost? You can guess. $4,500. More. Really? Yeah. 8000 Less. Five. Uh, Sixty-five. Six. 
Says. Yeah, yeah, that's worth it. It's a nice piece of neon. It's beautiful. It's and it's enormous. And it does he up. want it back if he goes back? No, 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 no. And he's stoked to have me have it. It's, I'm hanging it in my new shop at Westside Collector's Art Car Storage Gardena. It's going to hang in our in our members' oh, lounge. Comes the puffery and the plug. <laughs> and I'm Could you get Bill to to work under it for us? <laughs> I mean, would he show up to there? I'm building a big kitchen in there. He could. Ooh, Ooh. I think. Why wouldn't we have a little pop-up event with Bill and baking and fun like it a little cars and coffee? That would I will, be great. I have a kitchen at my new, my new place. Oh, let's do that. That'll be fun. You Why got, not? But I, I, I really, when I saw it, like I, I just fucking wanted it, man. Yeah, it's a great yeah. sign. It's a beautiful sign. Where's my money? I'm going to give you the money. <laughs> I'm going to give you the money. Wow, this is be the money this weekend. This is hard for Well, him. he did have No, 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 no. We have to I, go Evie. Because of my anesthesia, I left his wad in the office. So the counting was for sure. Do you feel comfortable? Did you leave it on your desk? I left it in the top drawer, but nobody goes in nobody there. Nobody goes in there. No one goes in there. But I was a little bit not a not con, non compass mantis when no, I left. No. It's totally fun. It's totally fun. The nurse wasn't like, take off your wallet and yeah. and yeah. have another drink. We're gonna <laughs> be doing the longest show here. Um we're now to the Wait. Festivus part. Wait. What what what? I have to tell you one funny thing about buying this sign. So we went up okay. there. Yeah, made, how did you I, get it down? Well, there, there's a company that's taking it down and delivering it to me, and I have to pay them extra. Another $6,000. No, a lot. It's yeah. not cheap to get that thing off the wall. But, okay, I'm buying this sign, and Bill's, you know, he's selling the fucking, literally the pots and pans in the place. Mm-hmm. And so I'm up there with Hannah, and we're looking around, and Hannah decides that she wants this giant ladle. It's an oversized like stock pot wow. that holds like four cups. It's got a tag on it that says twenty bucks. You think <laughs> you would think? You think he'd throw you it in? Think. You think if I give him six? G's no, for this no stuff, way. There's no way. He charged me the twenty bucks. Of course. Wow. <laughs> oh, I love that. That commands respect. Yeah, that's yeah. Stanley would, is yeah. Stanley till the last. Yes. This is fantastic. Now, man, I I got yeah. three little cupcake dishes, like little pink cupcake. Now, dishes. I also stole. The, I was we do not have a bathroom sign. It's going to be framed and in my office. And I also stole the Malibu Country Mart parking only sign. Ah, oh, that's park. good. Was that's great. Awesome. Space. I was going to say, did you, did you, did you we were going to talk about what Vinny was doing the that's, whole time? Yeah. <laughs> we're up there distracted people and Vinny's got an LED <laughs> fucking taking a sign out. Awesome. Nice. It was good. He did it in broad daylight. Yeah, it's in front so of everybody. good. Threw yeah. it in the trunk of the yellow SL. <laughs> I have to say, I'm excited to see where Bill ends up, where yeah. we go next. You know, I'm done with that lot. I, I'm tired of my cars getting dinged. It, oh. it was starting to get really uncomfortable. <laughs> and the birds and the birds i got hit on the very last night with jerry we got hit oh you know, just it striates it's as it poetic goes through the justice leaves. for for, yeah. for everything else <laughs> stanley birds and stanley yeah but i will say there's like now there's this hole like you know tom- like tomorrow morning or like, sunday morning fucking go and will we get I know another- you just say uh, even when even when these press cars come, I go, oh, it's going to be a great weekend. Where am I driving? What am yeah. I going to do? Where am I driving? Shit. Let's hope we get another 22 years out of the next place. Yeah, right. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen. We'll find a way. We'll do something. All right, Zuckerman, Sorry, this is your, your moment. Fa- I didn't mean Airing of grievances. That no, that's funny. fine. <laughs> we're going to do a, a, an extra long Festivus show I, tonight. I'm gonna but but we're at the point of the airing of the grievances. I'm going to air my grievances I don't like against you, people. you three. <laughs> Please. Okay. Okay. Start with Matt Ferrer. No, no, no. It's all the same. Oh. It's, but it's variations of the same. And I'm not saying I don't suffer the same thing. But if I ha- if there's anything that I hate about 
you guys Hate. and myself. Yes. We're all such fucking know-it-alls. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes listening this to is the true. fucking three of you, and if I had to really slice out how you guys are different oh, know-it-alls. So funny. If you, Matt, you are like the fucking rabbi know-it-all. Look you're on the yeah, you're on the the dais, and you're making pr- your pronouncements, and you're telling us what the fucking truth of the gospel is, or the Bible, or or the Torah, or whatever it is. <laughs> yes. yes, and then Lieberman yes. is a little different. Okay. He's kind of like the Talmud scholar. So he's got all of the fucking little details that he's going to tell you. So it's not to say that either him or Matt know what the fuck they're talking about. Yes. That's the other part about being a know-it-all. Yes. You know, Lieberman can tell you all the little details and all the little facts and all the little things and the battery heats up and all this other shit. It may or may not be true. Nobody knows. And nobody <laughs> cares. And nobody cares. The listeners know. They write They write to us all so, the time about so it, but we don't care. These are the two guys that you, you, I kind of grew up with that would, you'd see once see here at the Seder that we're having, you know, <laughs> arcane debates with each other that we just listened yes, to when they were talking yes, about these yes. cars. You have a slightly peculiar way of yes. being a know-it-all. Yes. And, and you're, here's where I know you're going to really, I, I, I'm going to hear it when you say, I figured it out. That's your, <laughs> that's your line. That's my tell? I, that's yeah. your tell. I figured go, it out. I figured it out. Listen, okay. listen to me. I figured this out. So come in. And this is how, or, or this is how it works. And then you make some bizarre analogy to me. Um, and then you explain it to me. And yes. Then, and that, it was strange analogy that you probably got from your dad, Fats. You, you, you know. You, that no, I thing. make up my own. I and never then, use the Fats. Thing, oh, I don't, no, but I think that you maybe got this from him. Hey, it's like this. Or I saw it here. Oh, so, probably. Yeah. Probably, and so you'll, you'll tell me something and you'll, you'll make an analogy and, and you are convinced you're right. Oh, and, yeah. And when you're in that mood. You're you, right. I can't be shaken and out then of you it. You can't be shaken. I can't be and, shaken out and of if it. you're in some sort of pathological state where you're not in your right mind and you're telling me <laughs> what you figured out, you, there's no. It's, it's just, good, right? I've often wondered about that state. I think about that state every once in a while. It's, you're definitely on Because in a creative space, when you're writing and you're doing yeah. it, your imagination clicks into it. And you get into a flow state sometimes. Well, we saw that last... serves you when you're writing, right? But, but in the when, outside, when you're, when, when, yeah, when you're lecturing it. somebody, yeah, yeah, like you know, uh, it's it, it can be much. So, and what kind of know it all are you? Oh, I'll tell you. And analyze yourself. You know, I was always a kid who was long on mouth and short on stature. I can pretty much convincingly say anything, whether it's whether that's my stock and trade. I'm going to say it. That's and, true. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can even mark. Cherry picked some little data points or yes. facts, and, and, and that is that's to, what you do, and then cobble together yes. an argument uh, that then annoys you in particular. I'm always, I will say, impressed when I know you're dead wrong. But I'm impressed with what you can conjure up. Yes, you know, Porsche. That's how it's pronounced. Like yeah. you, you did a really good job yeah. of trying to convince me that was correct. It yes. didn't work, but it was. But it's why you're a lawyer. Right. That's why so, you're a lawyer. I think that's the funny thing about, and that we're having a good time because we. Could be in all of the four of us insufferable know-it-alls. Yeah, horrible so, know-it-alls. Yeah, we could should just carve this up into quarters. And but yeah. start that's, why I say, I, that's why I always say that the name of the show should be seldom right but never in doubt. Here we go. Got a lot of go. bullshit. What Johnny? Say. Go ahead. You oh, got, no, he's I'm jumping just, in. I, I was just going to say well, back to this. The, your insult of Spike went last <laughs> week with the false Josh driving, where you're like, yeah, I tried to like launch into a gate. <laughs> Into a no, it, it did gate. try to drive through it. Drive, it sorry, launch no, sorry, it. sorry. So I tried to drive through a gate. And Zuckerberg was like, see? And you're like, no, no, I don't care. It's, it's great. I love it. Yeah, 
I'm arguing my affection for this. I know, thing. but, I but as fact, you would have you hit, arguing you would've, it as fact. You I wasn't hit a gate. No, I would. I did. Yes, you were. I was not. I was, <laughs> Here we go. Yes, it's dangerous. I, was not, I still want it. That's yeah. exactly right. The same way I ride motorcycles in the desert, and that's not exactly. So that's that's just my festivist gift to you. I loved it. Thank that you. Was, I thought was, that was very good. I think we can we can't top that. Well, we only have one feat of strength tonight, <laughs> and it's oh. been it's been long talked about. Seven days. I still don't understand it. But Johnny Lieberman last week said for the festivist feats of strength, he would bend a frying pan. But and, it, but it was he needed to practice, which means there's hundreds of frying pans that are no, in no, various no, I states. Said, I said I'm like in the prestige yeah. with all the cats. Yeah. <laughs> littered outside yeah. house. I said I would have to get strong, which I, I I failed to do this week. So I can I can try the frying pan, but I've mean, never, <laughs> never before, before in my life. So wait, no. you well, thought you were going to get strong this week? What does that mean? It's just reactivating old muscles, you know, muscle the, memory the, yeah. for doing something you've never done. The pathways, no, you I, can do it in a week. You need to reactivate it's, it's grip strength. I have, I, you know, if I train, I have very good right. grip strength. Are there me. people so, on the internet who bend frying pans? Yeah, of course. Okay. It's a, it's yeah, a, it's a standard strongman. Do you trick. have a frying pan? I have a frying pan. Yeah. Yeah. Right, what, right. t- first, tell us What's what this is. Talking about here. It's lightweight Teflon. Teflon. <laughs> uh, and it's a it's frying pan. Here, what, Matt, will you examine the frying pan? Is, okay, it's in the lake of fucking here. Matt, just tell, you tell you. them what the frying pan is and how big it is. It is a uh, 12 inch. Tw- is it a 12 inch? Sure, okay. 10, 12. I was going to go with maybe a 10 or 11 inch, and it is very, very cheap. Feeling. Cheap shit. And uh, <laughs> what, are you, you know, what are you exactly and saying? You're going to you're gonna... roll it into a tube. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going we're gonna to snort coke out of it. Gonna... <laughs> you're going to roll the pan part into a tube? Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> I'm going to stand back. <laughs> All right. All right. Gonna, here mean, we go. All right, hang on. I mean, look. Where are you going to do this? this were, I don't want I this to be break off and hit press it's never working oh wait 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 wow. wait, wait. <laughs> wow it's he's, he has he has moved it he has bent it he has definitely bent it a little bit this is remarkable <laughs> i mean <laughs> I'll tell you something. Wow, like that's not bad. It's Look, not a I say honestly, I say count it. I, I, I say count it. Yeah, I think we have to give that to him. I say count it. Well now, done, we, Johnny Lieberman. Well done. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, Look, he actually, he's that done it. He's done it in two dimensions. That Ow, crippled arm. Incredible. I, I've, I've, my he's left made, arm no longer works. He's made it into like a highlight scoop. Are you, <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. Can I touch that? <laughs> it's a little thin. It <laughs> this is. frying pan's a little thin. But, but look, it's not like we're it's not like we're bending. But you did it, Johnny. We're very impressed. Is really in a lot of pain. <laughs> you, just break, you just break his own. I need hand to go to the hospital. Oh, well, you need to go to the hospital. That is our festivist <laughs> show, gentlemen. Zucker. And give me some pills. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a very extra long Festivist show for all of you. Uh, I love you guys. Thank you for coming back and doing the Festivist episode. Matt Farah, Johnny Lieberman, and of course, Zuckerman. And we love you guys at home. Uh, have a great Festivist yourself. And we'll see you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio. Brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.